0: It is Chris Broussard and Kerry Rhodes. He's in for Rob Park as you just heard, and we are live from the TireRack.com studios. The Odd Couple, and uh, we want all you guys out there to test your skills with Prize Picks this football season for a fun way to win up to twenty-five times your cash. Prize Picks daily fantasy sports made easy. You can visit PrizePicks.com/slash/odd one hundred. And use the code ODD100 for a first deposit match up to $100 today. Also, if you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? We think so. Well, now you can with Discover's Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases. No fees, period. Check out the eligibility and terms at discover.com slash debit. Discover Bank Member FDIC. Carrie Rose. Before we get into this next topic, <laughs> what have you been up to, man? I said uh, last hour you're a Renaissance man. Mm-hmm. You do music, you do acting, all of that. So, so what have you been up to outside of the world of sports?
1: Well, it's been a little slow actually. We just kicked it back off now with the with the strike being over. So I've been back in yeah. the uh, in the auditioning world and um, uh, had some some really some really big ones that popped up that I had to get complete actually the last couple of days and a couple of leads okay. for some Netflix shows possibly. So we're going to put some good energy into the air for that one. Um, and, you know, the music, obviously I, I released a single that uh, called workout that dropped about two months ago, a month and a half ago, still doing really well really well on the stream and in the streaming world. And so, okay. yeah, man, I've been really just that getting back to uh, doing a lot more radio as well. So I've been around, man. This has been pretty slow, but now it's it's picking back up. So it's been fun.
0: Good, man. Good. Well, well we support all your, your endeavors. And we, of course, are glad to have you here with us on The Odd Couple. I appreciate and it. And I know you love basketball. we a great you know player it. in high school. Yep. That's word on the streets. Yeah. That, that's the word. I heard it from you, but still, that's the word on the streets.
1: <laughs> you could have just left it word on the street. It sounded a little better.
0: <laughs> no, but um, let me ask you this. So we, we, of course, all know the NBA had its first in-season tournament. LeBron James led the L.A. Lakers to the championship. Yeah. He was the MVP. Now, obviously, you know, people might be confused. AD was phenomenal, 41 points, 20 rebounds, five blocks, four four blocks in the final. But the MVP was for the entire tournament. Right. And LeBron was the MVP for the tournament. AD would have gotten it just for that game. Um, and LeBron, of course, in his 20th year, we have never, ever seen a player be this good for this long. Right. About to be 39 years old uh, later this month uh in his 21st season, as I said, numbers, he's still a top five player in the NBA. <laughs> and um I, for one, I personally think Michael Jordan is the GOAT. I yeah. think LeBron's number two. And first, you can share where you're at on the GOAT discussion. But I what I want to ask you to share after you know you you say who you think is the GOAT yeah. is how much of a factor should LeBron's longevity be in the discussion? Because there, there's no debate about the longevity. Yeah. I mean, he is the best player we've ever seen for this long, and he's got Jordan beat on the longevity. But my question is, how much of a factor should that be in any goat debate?
1: Well, I think the my goat is I'm, I'm a Jordan. I'm a Jordan guy as well. Um, definitely appreciate what LeBron has done, though and uh i think he obviously catches a lot of slack but i think a lot of the slack that he catches is is it's it's on him because he puts so much onus on being called the goat right and right. being called the best player they ever played a game and i think that comes with a little bit of a negative connotation to it but um i am a jordan guy but i will say i think here i think the, longe- the longevity actually hurts him because the numbers mm. the numbers that he's getting And the numbers that he's compiling, obviously they won't be touched. I mean, obviously, if you look at it from a perspective of what the numbers – how the numbers look and how they'll hold up because of the longevity, obviously that helps. But when it comes to the debate of being the GOAT, I don't think it's really based off the the longevity because we can see the eye test and we think, you know, who we think is the best and whatever the case may be, and we can see that. I don't think the longevity actually aids or helps that. I just think for him – it's been one of those things where we can see him Le- speaking about LeBron and say he's great, but he's not going to get any more great because of the time he plays. We already know he's great.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a great point. And, and I just think that in when we talk about the GOATs, mm-hmm. I, I think peak, your peak exactly. in your career outweighs your longevity. Yes. As long as the peak is, you know, a, a relatively long amount of time. Right. Right. And so, like in, in football, I mean, Emmett Smith is the all time leading rusher. Yes. And he was a great running back and is obviously one of the greatest of all time. Right. But I don't think most people, I know there's some. But I don't think most people consider him the absolute best running back ever.
1: I don't think any player that played in that time would say that. And I'm saying I'm, I'm saying it, I'm, I'm going out on the limb by saying that I, I haven't heard that. But right. I would look at him and obviously you can appreciate the greatness, but the longevity did help him. Yep. But you would never say. Well, <laughs> outside of Dallas, probably, I don't think you would right. say he's the, he's the best <laughs> running back ever. No.
0: I agree. I mean, I, I, Eric, whether it's Eric Dickerson, whether it's Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, right. you know, a lot. there are a lot of guys or a good number of guys that a lot of people would put ahead of him. Mm-hmm. I think in baseball, Hank Aaron, you know, until Barry Bonds broke his record, was the home run king. Mm-hmm. But uh, Hank never hit 50 in a year. right? And so, again, I'm not saying a guy that hit 50 once or twice but didn't, have 400 or 500 career homers, would be viewed as better than him. right? But I think at to, up to Barry, Barry Bonds, I mean, people still tended to consider Babe Ruth just because of the, you know, hitting 60 in a year and things like that. Um, and now Barry Bonds, like, I, I don't, even if you consider Hank Aaron the best home run hitter, He, I don't think anybody's ever viewed him again as the greatest baseball player ever, right? You know, even though he had this incredible longevity, Mm -hmm. and even Tom Brady, I think obviously he's viewed as the GOAT, but it's because of his rings, exactly. Right? It's not because he just played so long. If he hadn't won, I mean, Drew Brees played a long time, yes, and he's not considered, you know, the second best or anything like that. So, I agree with you, and I actually think, look. Obviously, like you said, he's going to have the scoring record, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, as far as total points. Yep. He's going to be in the top t- top uh, five in assists. Mm-hmm. He already is, I believe. He is, yeah. Um, so he's going to have the accumulative numbers, right? The counting stats. Right. But there also is a point where the longevity can hurt. And here's how, here's where that is. And it's, you know, Kerry, it's more than rings. It's not just, oh, Jordan has six, LeBron has four, that settles it. No, yeah. it's a lot of other factors, stats, teammates, the whole nine yards. Right. But Jordan did win six rings in 15 years. Right. And right now, LeBron's got four rings in 20 years. Yeah. Right? And it could be 21 if they don't win it this year. At some point, I mean, if he plays 23 years and has four rings – That's not winning a lot. Exactly. (laughs) You know, right? Especially compared to Jordan. Jordan literally six and 15 years, he was winning one every two and a half years. Right. LeBron is winning one at right now every five years. And so that's a huge difference. And I think to me, one of the factors in the debate is the dominance. Yeah. And I always say, like, remember when LeBron was in the East, with Miami and then Cleveland, going back to Cleveland, mm-hmm. and went to 10 straight, or I'm sorry, went to, uh, what, eight straight NBA finals? Finals, yeah. Like he had the Eastern Conference on lock, yes, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but obviously not the West because he kept losing. Right. Jordan locked down the whole league like that. Yes. Like for those six years Jordan won it, it was like guys in both conferences knew. Man, we we giving it our best shot, but man, ain't nobody gonna beat him.
1: I mean, take into account the record in the finals, right? So Jordan six and zero, LeBron yep. four and what four and seven, six, six? Yep. yeah, four and six. So yep. you take that into account, but you also take into account the like what you just said, right? Jordan had it on lock. The three years, well, the three years they won it before in, in ninety one, ninety two, ninety three. Yep, he takes the break off ninety four, ninety five. They don't win. And he comes right right back, and they win 96, 97, 98. Like, it's just – it speaks for itself there.
0: No, no doubt. I mean, like I said, LeBron locked down a conference. Jordan locked down the whole league. Yeah. And and I think that is a big part of it. Um, I also say this, Kerry, and I I was one – and I stand by this. When LeBron went to Miami, I didn't kill him. You know, most I was one of the few in the national media that wasn't criticizing him. Same, I did the same thing with Durant when he went to Golden State. I was one of the few that wasn't killing him. Yeah. But I will say this, so I don't hold that against LeBron, but I will say this. If, if, if you and me roll up to a park and we just gonna hoop, right? Open yeah. run or whatever.
1: Oh, I'm gonna beat you, Chris, right now.
0: <laughs> 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 well, I, yeah, I, I give you that. I okay, give you that. All but right, we cool, teammates. Right. Oh, we we, okay, we on the together. same thing. Okay, cool. right, We roll up together. <laughs> and then, now, if we stand there and watch for about 30 minutes and we see who the best, th- other three best players are, right? Yeah. And we pick, they lose, so we pick them. Mm-hmm. We pick three great guys from the teams that lost. Yeah. And then we get on the court and we dominate for the next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. But it's not, I don't think that's as impressive as if me and you roll up to the park and we just like, just give us three. Just whoever, whatever three want to run. And then we run for the, we own it for the next two hours. You know what I'm saying? Like Jordan took what the hand it was dealt Mm -hmm. and dominated. LeBron did, we got to admit, he did pick two of the other greatest players in the league Mm -hmm. and then they dominated.
1: Yeah. You know what? Yes, 100 percent right. I like that. I like that analogy, too. Um, I think also we live in an age where, yes, we could we could obviously see that that was the case for LeBron and that team. They all wanted to go play together. They made that happen. We don't know if and I you may. I don't know this, but, you know, behind the scenes, was Jordan say was was Jordan in those conversations of, Bringing Rodman there, bringing Kukoc there. I, I, I don't think the coach one because I think they had. Uh, they were against. They were Kukos against coach, yeah, coach yeah, coming. Him yeah, and Pippen. Yeah, yeah. But just now, like adding those players to the mix, I mean, this. You look at that team. I mean, there's three. That's three Hall of Famers on that team. Yep. And Kukoc is Kukoc is Hall of Famer too, right? Is that four? He might be because of the I international. Think he, yes, exactly. So you yes. think about that. So he had players. I just don't know if he went about it the way that LeBron did, which makes it yeah, makes little in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, exactly. Your yeah. Point. So you can break it down that way, but also you talk about the numbers and the longevity, right? Just the from numbers standpoint, the game's different too. I mean the scores of that time was it'll be in, in, in the in the high eighties, the the low nineties and Jordan He's will have 35. thirty five. Right, right, right. <laughs> Where this one it's so wide open, I mean Le, yeah, LeBron's gonna average thirty, but it's a different style of basketball. It's so wide open. It's so easier to score. And I don't know if LeBron would have scored as easy in that time, just the way of the style of play. And I know the old guys like to talk about the style of play, but I mean, just right. I'm not saying he couldn't play. He would be great in that era, but the scoring would be a little different. I think
0: to your point, when Jordan Jordan scored 45 points, in game six of the 98 NBA Finals.
1: And they had, what, 70, 80 points?
0: <laughs> the, the, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, let's see, the final score. The final score was 87-86. Exactly. exactly. That's, of course, when he hit the big jumper. Right. And he had 45 points out of 87. Yeah. I mean, and, no, nah, you're right. And, Carrie, and you know this as a as a guy that played the game. Yeah. It And, and look, you don't even have to take my word. Luka Doncic, Giannis Ander DeCumpo, Nikola Jokic have all said it is easier to score in the NBA yes. than it is international. Yeah. And I, it, you can watch it like LeBron's not the only one putting up great numbers. Durant at 35 is still putting up huge numbers. Yep. Uh you got six players averaging 30 or more points, which is virtually unheard of right. in the NBA, except for the last few years, or or going way back. And so I think with the floor spread out, Carrie, mm-hmm. you know this. Yeah. When the floor is spread out, it's easier to beat your man and get to the hoop. And really it's because the teams want to run you off the three point line. Right. They don't want you taking the three. They want to run you off the three or they want to protect the rim. And so they're kind of giving you that mid range shot. Yep. You know, not not giving it, but that's the shot they want you they to take. Prefer it, yes. And they right. And yep. they'll contest to the mm-hmm. best they can, but they want you to take it. Yep. And so a mid-range assassin like a Durant or Devin Booger, I mean, they're just having a feast. Yes. And then even if you get to the rim, it's like one defender, maybe two there. Carrie, you know, even when you played in high school, Mm -hmm. when I played in high school, Mm -hmm. you get in the paint, it's six, seven bodies. Oh, you're
1: getting beat up.
0: Right? Some (laughs) of your own teammates, but also the defense. Like, you had to know how to finish back then in traffic. And now... Teams are like, I don't want a big man to post up because he's clogging up the lane. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm clogging up the lane. It's one dude. Exactly. And so I agree with you. It is so easy for these skilled, you know, guys that are so skilled to score today um, that that does have to be taken into account. But it's interesting because LeBron is somewhat, really somewhat doing like a Wilt Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. In that he's going to own the record books to a large degree, mm-hmm. him and Wilt. Mm-hmm. And, but it's a lot due to the longevity. But Wilt, you know, is held against him. He only won two rings in 13 years, uh, whereas Russell was winning all of the yeah. championships. Yeah. And if LeBron doesn't win anymore, it will be, you know, he, he has all the individual records, but didn't really do a lot of winning to pl- have played that long as far as championships. And that's where it could work against him. So let's throw it out to the the listeners. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. We're not really trying to have a GOAT debate. But what we do want to ask you is how much should the longevity of LeBron or how much does the longevity of LeBron James, which is unmatched, how much does or should that weigh? into the GOAT debate with Michael Jordan. Your thoughts next is Chris and Kerry, The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to The Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
3: With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in
1: that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
2: This is
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
3: No purchase necessary. VTW group void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: All right, we're live from the Natarag.com studios. The Odd Couple. Test your skills on prize picks this football season for a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash. Prize picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Visit PrizePicks.com slash Odd100 and use the code ODD100. For a first deposit match up to $100 today, 877 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. How much should LeBron's longevity matter or factor into the GOAT debate when it comes to him versus Michael Jordan? Your thoughts?
1: We got Chris from Tucson. You're calling in with the Odd Couple.
2: Hey, guys. Uh, Kerry, Chris, great topic as always. Uh, Thank you. Lo- lo- love the show. Listen. Guys, I wish we could just change the way this conversation is with LeBron, uh, with LeBron and Michael. Chris, you know, Terry, you know, and I know, Jordan's got eight rings. The Rockets were a rental. If we could just put a little asterisk next to that
4: 94-95 season and change our ways of thinking, and go. Michael Jordan really won eight in 15 years, conversation over. Yeah. <laughs> Am I on an island here, fellas? Am I missing something? Well, look, I, I, I do think
0: he would have won those two years. I think yeah. the question, Kerry, I, it, it's hard for me to imagine though he would have stayed eight straight years to win it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he may have retired at some point, maybe come back. But that that you talk about taxing
1: <laughs> exactly eight
0: straight <laughs> years winning it. I, I mean that yeah. it's one thing to lose it. Like LeBron lost several when he went eight straight times. Yeah. And so you're still – you know what I mean? The motivation is like, man, I got to get back and win it. Or he was chasing Jordan, but the win eight straight.
2: But, guys, Ooh. I mean, and to your point real quick, I think one of you said four championships in 22 years. That's that's, that's not as impressive. Yeah. The bottom line is Jordan is such a freak. You guys know this. Eight and 15 was really possible. And it's just further just cemented – Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely.
2: He, right.
0: Because he, hey, really uh, yeah. he really had – he really – remember his second year he was hurt. Yep. Came back 17 games. He played – then the year he played baseball or, the you know, the second year he played baseball, came yep. back, played about 18 games. Yep. So he really had 13 full seasons in the league and only 11 with the Bulls. Think about that. And exactly. he won six championships in those 11 full seasons.
1: Yeah, that's the crazy part. That's what People yeah. tend to forget, though, he had those couple years in, in Washington. So, yeah, it's right. only 11 in up, Chicago. Up. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. Right. We got Sean from Oregon. You're on with the Odd Couple. What's up, man?
2: Hey, I love this conversation, you guys. <laughs> I... And I got pushed back a little bit because, you know, in all those years, you know, Michael Jordan never even sniffed a conference championship without Phil Jackson. Mm. And I, lo- I looked at you guys talk about cast of characters. You know, you can't even name some of the coaches that LBJ went to the finals with. It's It's been crazy. I think years from now, We're gonna look back and, and, and just think of what we got to see in our lifetime to watch the two of these guys. You know, and this this even conversation. And you know, think if think if LBJ had a young Phil Jackson or somebody like that his whole life. You know, he never he didn't grow up, you know, playing for North Carolina and great coaches. Mm-hmm. Well, what I, what
0: I, I mean, he he went. Here's the coaches he went to the finals with: Mike Brown, Mike Brown, yep. Who's a good coach? Ty Lue. No, 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 Phil Jackson, but Ty Lue, right? Yep. yep. Eric Spolstra. Yep. Uh, Frank Vogel, and then there was the guy his first year in Cleveland from overseas. I can't even. remember Yeah, I can't remember name. his name. I know you're talking <laughs> about it, though. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Black. But Black. I, I, I do think this, and this, this is a good point by the caller. I think one of the it's a we're nitpicking, right? Yeah. But I think one of the advantages Jordan had over LeBron is that LeBron was so ball-dominant early in his career, or really through most of his career, through his prime. And I think it's tougher to win when you're ball-dominant like that. And I think have LeBron had maybe a, a Phil Jackson or a coach. I mean, I look, and the coaches in Cleveland, I've talked to them. They were like, look. We tried to run different equal opportunity offenses. And what would happen is they didn't have much talent. And the ball would end up in Anders and Vera Giles hands at the end of the shot clock, and he's got to <laughs> do something. LeBron's on the other side of the court, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so they said, look, let's just put it in his hands and let him create. And he was good enough to get them deep into the playoffs or to the finals. But um, had he had he played in a more, you know, egalitarian system early on, um, he, he wouldn't have been as ball dominant. And I think he may have, uh, may have won more. Because I think, Kerry, you know, if you can do, like LeBron always was able to have one star teammate, and then the third star would kind of become like a role player. Exactly. Whether it was Kevin Love or Chris Bosh. And that's because LeBron dominated, and then Dwayne or, Kerry, or, or Kyrie Irving dominated the ball. Yeah, and so it wasn't much room for that third guy, right?
1: Right, and yes, yeah, so, that yeah. was the, that was the hard part with playing with those playing with him, right? Like that yep. third guy is the, the guy that's kind of the odd man out and has to take a back seat. So, yeah, I mean, I, I know we talk about a lot of guys wanting to play with him. I think role players want to play yes. with him, but not star players.
0: Right? Maybe if you're one star, like AD or AD doesn't need the ball, but the yeah. other, the next star, you're gonna become a role player. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's true. All right, trolling and rolling with Martin Weiss is next.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: We're live from the com studios. Test your skills on prize picks this football season for a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash prize picks. Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. Visit PrizePicks.com/odd100 and use the code ODD100 for a first deposit match up to $100 today. It's time for trolling or rolling with Martin Weiss.
4: They see me trolling.
0: Tom Brady, he's done. Aaron Rodgers did not have a Pro Bowl
4: season. Trying to get me it's trolling or rolling. That's right. It's trolling and rolling. I'm Martin Weiss. And uh, Kerry Rose, this may be the first time you've played this game. So I'll break it down for you real quick. <laughs> yes, all right, sir. Yes, sir. If you like the story that I read, you agree with it, you hit a roll sound. They see me rolling, And if you don't, they go ahead and troll that thing. Oh, man. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey, hey. All right, Chris Massard, show them how it's done, all right? The Phoenix Suns were touted as a super team this offseason after adding Bradley Beal to a core built on Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. This season, though, Buehs only played three games due to injury management. Now, like you just heard in the update, Kevin Durant sitting out tonight, which means, guess what? We still haven't seen all three together at the same time. Chris, trolling or rolling? The Suns have too many injury concerns to be a legit title contender.
0: I'm gonna troll that. Oh
4: man! Hey, 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 <laughs> hey,
0: hey! hey. <laughs> I-, I do think they have. Obviously, tons of in- injury concerns, but I'm I'm tripped up over one word, contender. I, I think they're a contender. If you said too many injury t- concerns to be a title favorite, then I would have trolled it. But I'm going to roll with, or I, I think I may have gotten it mixed up, but I, I no, think they it. are a legit contender, but I don't think they'll reach the finals. Um, but they're certainly a contender in my book.
1: Well, I'm gonna to have to disagree with you on this one, Chris. I I, I think uh I think they I think we're rolling here. They see rolling. me rolling. Yeah, I think uh it sounds nice to have De- <laughs> Bill and, and Booker and KD on the same team, right? But uh they haven't played. And I don't think they ever will get that rhythm together. Obviously the way they play, it could fit together and, and go well, but they just I saw Bill play a lot in Washington last year because you know I'm a Porzingis fan. He just, I I think he's lost a step and he's not the same guy that we thought that that, that, the pairing was going to have this year. So I'm definitely rolling on it.
4: Trolling and rolling, uh, a couple of Fox Sports Radio. The brotherly shove has been a play that's been discussed all season long. And now it seems that the owners will be discussing it as well. Albert Breer reports that the NFL will meet regarding health and safety protocols and the tush push Will be discussed along with hip drop tackles and split flow blocking. This is the first time the brotherly shove has been on the health and safety agenda. Chris, trolling or rolling, the league will ban the brotherly shove because it's too dangerous.
0: That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna troll it, and I'm. Oh run. man, this might be hey, wishful hey, thinking. Hey, 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 hey. I don't want them to ban it. Um, I mean, I haven't seen, you know, I mean, Philadelphia does it. They don't get injured. I think if they were going to ban it, uh, it should be because it's just unstoppable. But it's only unstoppable for the Eagles. And so um, I, I like it. But um, I'm a troll at probably wishful thinking because I think they might end up getting rid of it.
1: Yeah, I think I'm a I think I'm a troll that as well I oh mean,
0: man hey, hey, hey
1: yeah there's a there's a level of obviously you want to make sure you take care of the players and I think that's been on the Forefront of everybody especially just you know trying to ban the hip the the drop tackle the hip drop tackle yeah. and all the different things that are in play there I just don't like the play <laughs> uh and so <laughs> there's a little bit of uh disdain with me on that as well but yeah I'm I'm, I'm trolling it too yeah,
4: trolling around. Odd couple Fox Sports Radio. Now, Al Michael has been broadcasting since what feels like the beginning of football, but it might be (laughs) the end of an era. Yeah. He seems generally disinterested in some of the Thursday night games, which to be fair, they generally stink. But now Al is getting the boot from calling playoff games, which is a move he was not expecting. Chris, trolling or rolling, it's time for Al to hang him up.
0: Uh, I'm a troll it. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I would have been fine with them letting him finish the season. Uh, I mean, I don't want to make too big of a deal uh, about it. But, you know, I like to see a legend like that kind of go out on his own time. Now, if he was, like, insisting on doing it next season, then I would have been like, nah, look, we're going to move on. But... I wouldn't have been mad if they had just let him finish out this season because he's such a legend. Mm. I didn't think he was doing that bad of a job, but apparently I was in the minority.
1: Yeah, he was doing a bad job, Chris. I'm going to roll with this. <laughs> <Casey Newley>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, he is a legend, though. I mean, obviously Al, Al, Al Michaels is, is a legend. But, yeah, it's, he seems disinterested. And obviously the games are have been bad. But, yeah, it, it's time to move on. I think he's had a great career. But, yeah, it's time for time for some new blood there. In
0: fairness, a lot of the Thursday night games on.
1: <laughs> yeah, they've been. Bad. I
0: have on with the volume down because I'm doing the show. So.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> you haven't really heard of
0: him, okay. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hear some of the second half, but not the whole, the whole game. He's All been- right, Martin. Martin, Carrie, Martin was in your seat last night.
1: Oh, was he, Martin? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Martin, yeah my you guy. know what? Yeah, of course. Hey. Huh? Turn
4: them headphones
1: down. No, you know I like it break. high. You know I like it high, baby. I gotta hear myself. <laughs> I'll
4: tell you, Chris. I'll, I'll go into the studio after Carrie, and I'll, <laughs> look, I'll put those headphones on. And I mean, he blows me out of the water, man. I'll, hey, what I'll, is I'll up with that, Carrie? So you
1: you just I like the, you, you just like it loud. I like the, I like the sound of my voice, man. It's okay. I, I mean, it's just, I know it sounds weird, but yeah, I like to hear. It. I'm I'm such a, a sound guy, so yeah, I need to hear it.
4: You wow. know what, man, right. bro, I'm just I'm happy my boy got his own headphones. He was out there borrowing <laughs> headphones, and I had to tell him. He did. When you play football, did you borrow a helmet? He did. No, no, no. Now that you're a radio host, get your own can.
1: Yes, he, he did. He did it. Now he just turned them up too loud. All right,
4: all right. That's our man,
0: Martin <laughs> Weiss. Check him out every Saturday, 5 to 8 p.m. Pacific, here on the Fox Sports Radio, the Martin and VJ show. That's trolling and rolling with Martin Weiss. Thank you, brother.
2: Yes,
4: sir.
0: All right, Zach Wilson looked good on Sunday. More mm. of that to come. We'll get into that next. It's Chris and Kerry, the odd couple, Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to The Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching
3: FSR. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
2: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
3: VTW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: Jalen Brown on the wing against Jared Allen.
4: Left-hand dribble. Attacks. Double team coming, so he pulls it back out. Finds Tatum. 11 on the shot clock. Tatum straight away Blows by Garland. Steps to his right. Three in the air. Got it. All
0: right. That was the progressive Play of the day. We're, of course, brought to you by Progressive. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All of your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Chris Broussard, Carrie Rhodes is in for Rob Parker. As the iCouple wraps up a Trash Talking Tuesday, we are live from the TireRack.com studios. And Carrie. Word is that you are a Zach Wilson fan. <laughs> I, am. I don't know if that's because that's your former <laughs> team, the Jets, or, or what. But a simple question. Yeah. I mean, we saw him on Sunday. He looked good. I mean, he had his best game of the year. Yep. 301 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. 117.9 passer rating. Yeah. Beat Houston in an upset. Simple question. Should... The Jets bring him back next season.
1: Ooh, y- yes, but mm. I-, I think so. I, I thought he was um, some justified criticism, obviously, obviously, yes. but wait <laughs> but way too much of the criticism on on his shoulders and the, and and the way that he was playing. I mean, if you looked at that team and thought that anybody being underneath center would have. Made them better. And I'm, and I'm including Aaron Rodgers here. The really? Way, the way that O line has played and the way that they're. What sk- about
0: the quick release and all? That?
1: It doesn't matter. The way. You saw the quick release in that first game, right? I'm not, and I'm not blaming <laughs> that on that, but just the protection, right? <laughs> right. So it, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, the way that O line was playing and the way the skill position players were playing as well. So. It just was uh, – and the and the zero creativity in the play calling as well. I mean, all of it was bad. So, I just thought it was too much criticism on him. And so, for him to go out there and just wing it and have fun and be loose, it, we got to see a glimpse of what he could be and what people thought he was.
0: This is what I'm thinking with Zach Wilson. Let's just assume for the sake of discussion that he's very good these next four games, these yeah. last four games of the season, plays, you know – Similar in the ballpark of what he did on Sunday. Um, I my thought is that I would be like, okay, he played well enough mm-hmm. for somebody to want him, so I'm sure. trade trading for sure, you know. Um, yeah. and here's why I say that because you know, there is something to be said for wow, if he really plays well these last five games, uh, including the one on Sunday. Then why not keep him? Let him learn for another year behind Aaron Rodgers, and then he's just started going forward. Yeah. Here's my problem with that, though. If if he plays well these next four games, then sits on the bench all of next season, and let's say let's say for sake of argument, they get to the playoffs with Rodgers. He looks good, and they lose. You know, they lose the first game. Yeah. Then you hand it over. Rodgers retires. You hand it over to Zach. Are you? Are we sure he's going to be good? You know what I mean, like yeah. because the bulk of his time he would have not been very good, and on top of that, Carrie, I gotta figure, oh, it, it'll be about time to pay him something, right? Yeah. it will be in his yeah. fifth year, for sure. So I just think there'll be a lot of questions, and I'm thinking maybe you, if he plays well, you get something for him, and then maybe you draft. A quarterback this year that can back up Aaron Rodgers and
1: learn from him. Well, I think the other part of this to the equation of this story is Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson may be done wanting to play for the Jets as well. I mean the the up he and probably down, is, you he know what honest, I mean. Right, so like right, the right all this, you know all the all the stories about that and 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 what it can be. I mean we're leaving out the fact that he may want to be out of New York and have a chance somewhere else too. So I mean at the end of the day, he's a player that came into this league looking to be a star. I mean, he was a a guy that should be, you know, he he got drafted as a star player, so he's used to playing, used to contributing. He's not just going to want to sit around and and hold a clipboard forever either, so I think that's part of the equation as well.
0: I do think that the best chance for him to, like, you know, become a good player, like a friend, you know, a starter, uh, a good starting quarterback is elsewhere. Yeah, for sure. I, I think it's been so much Negativity here, and you know how tough New York is. A young kid, a young quarterback. He was arrogant. I think he's, you know, had a oh, good yeah. attitude adjustment. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's probably been so bad that yeah, I I agree. And deep down inside, he probably would like to move on, and um, I think that would be his best chance. Now, here's the problem for the Jets. Um, if they trade him, and he does go somewhere and become like good, you know what I mean. It'll yes. be, and unless they get, you know, they get lucky in the draft and they get a guy that's better, but it would be a disaster for the Jets. Do you see? Because I don't really feel like I see enough to think he'll ever be like a really, really great quarterback. Yeah. Do you see stuff there to tell you that?
1: Yes, I see stuff there, but it just—it's been bad. It looks. It, he, you could tell he's a shell of himself. You can tell he's not confident. You can tell he's thinking about everything on the field. Right. We saw last week he did not do that. I actually watched that game, and he was just making throws. Because his arm talent, his his uh being able to get out of the pocket and make things happen, his improvisation stuff, It's, it's it looks really good when he did it that way. And so I just hope he can unleash that and do it and have some confidence about himself because – that's why he got drafted, you know, in the top five as, as, as right. coming in.
0: Right. Now nah, look, it, it'd be nice. You know, he's been through a lot. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not shedding any tears for him. He's been <laughs> handsomely, you know, yeah, he's fine. rewarded for yeah. it. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think a new start elsewhere would be good for him. Kerry Rhodes, awesome stuff, man. You were fantastic. I appreciate, I appreciate you, man. you filling in. We'll do it again.
2: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast